such an asshole. All right, let's do this. First, I will explain why I'm in this ridiculous outfit. Uh, actually, this is what I wore when I was a real economist in the real world. There we go. <clears throat> Um, the reason I'm dressed like this is because my regular audience is actually not the intended audience of this video. Um, of course, you guys are always welcome to tune in, of course. Uh, but my intended audience is economists and to a lesser extent, policymakers and uh, journalists, even to a, a tertiary distant to third. And the thing you got to understand about economists is they're very uh, they're very timid. They they scare easily, no sudden movements. And if I showed up here like I normally do with my pajamas or my sweatshirt and my hat, they're not gonna take me seriously. And I'm only I'm only being a little tongue in cheek on this. I'm not joking. They're you look at economists like, how are you guys so dumb? How are you so stupid? <clears throat> and um I'm not kidding, put on a suit they might actually take me more seriously this time because it's not the words that count. It's, it's how you look. And so now I've, I've donned my own, my old uniform from the days and uh, maybe listen. And also I'm going to be, uh, try to be as not, maybe not so professional, but I will be trying to be more serious. There'll be no cursing and I'm going to be as direct and polite and civil and businesslike as I can be. In the vain and distant far off hopes, in the microscopic hopes that someone, someone of you guys over on the east side, the east coast, w will listen to this. And because I'm not an I'm not an influencer in terms of policymakers or DC or Washington or anything like that. I have no influence in academia. I have no influence in the media. I have my own little funny consultation here that actually goes and helps people and is based in the real world. And I'm, I'm just fascinated with how removed policymakers are as a catch-all term for the economists and government workers and academics. And where you guys are so far removed, we make fun of you. I'll be perfectly honest. Let me, let me um, disclose this. You guys are in your little echo chamber. You really are. And you're and we, we make fun of you. We call it the Scooby-Doo mystery. Oh my God. Why aren't there men working and where did all the men gone? Oh nosies. And we're laughing our asses off. We're like it. Oh, look at them. They think it's a Scooby-Doo mystery. Get Vilma in the gang, guys. Here we go. <clears throat> and I think what it is is. I've said this before. I don't have a degree in economics. I just ended up becoming one through empirical study and research and working in the finance industry. But for those of you with doctorates and master's degrees, and I'm looking at you, Lawrence Summers. I'm really looking at you. Like I'm just, I'm just amazed. You know, you you were. How's Robert Reich was Labor Secretary? What were you? What were you, Larry? <clears throat> I'm not calling you doctor. Because your doctorate degrees blind you. You sit in academia all the time. You sit in these government meetings. None of you touch grass. This is before the internet. And, and you're like, oh my God, it's a, it's a mystery. And I think being in that environment, you have the horse blinders on. And you, you always get caught with your pants down. Dot-com bubble, Asian currency crisis, housing crisis. 
oh my God, there's a housing crisis. We didn't know. Like, aren't you economists working for the top investment banks? What, you didn't see this come? You don't know what price to rents is? And it blinds you. I don't care how much education you got. I don't care how complex your models are. You're missing some key simple elements. And since I don't know, I'm a street economist, I'm a renegade economist, I didn't go through the proper channels, I can operate where you can't. And also, I think because most economists and policymakers come from academia and are part of government, your politics handicap you. You cannot speak the truth. You must be politically correct. And you cannot just come in and say, here's the problem. Because if you would, we would have been able to solve a lot of other problems societally, sociologically speaking. <clears throat> and so I, I, here it is again. There's this, this uh, nice young lady, uh, Gianna, Gianna, J-E-A-N-N-A, Smialik, S-M-I-L-S-M-I-A-L-E-K. She is a journalist for the New York Times. Uh, but I'm kind of surprised because I'm not, I'm not a, may I introduce the outside of the box thinking and let's be candid and speak truthfully and correctly diagnose the problem. Let me give you an example. <clears throat> I'm surprised she works for the New York Times because she's an attractive young woman. She doesn't have crazy purple hair. She's not fat. She doesn't have metal pierced in her face. And the uh, what limited amount I kind of quickly surveyed her, her Twitter here. Uh, she's posting legitimate. Uh, journalistic questions. Now, I think, again, she's handicapped like most of you out there in academia and the journal. It's a Scooby-Doo mystery where men are. I mean, that's her post here. She's like, um, <clears throat> do we have any guesses why 35 to 44 year old men are still not heavily invested in the labor force post 2020? And uh, she's trying, she's honest. There's data One of the rare times I've seen a chart Um but you could still see kind of Bush League here. It's like, well, you did nominal numbers. You didn't do the rate, but that's all right. <clears throat> I'm not expecting perfection, but I see an intent. I see a journalist say, hey, why, why aren't the men here? And this is going to be an increasing trend. Some people are picking it up. And so what I'm going to do for the intended audience, the economists, the journalists, the policymakers, is explain to you why men are not in the labor force or not as much as you'd like them to be or why there's an increase in all that. <clears throat> and it's not hard. This is, the, this is the benefit of speaking truth where we could just get to the, we could just get to brass tacks. And boop, 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 there it is. And then it's going to be up to you to either scream and clutch your pearls. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Call me names. Or you could say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't in our economic model. Now, was it? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Go go look up Larry Summers. Go look him up. I read this book. We don't know why. Where's all the guys? So here it is. If you care. If you're an economist and you care, here it is. All right. So first, <clears throat> took notes. Pretty important when I take notes. All right. Uh, yes, men have, there's some speculation. Men have found some alternative forms of employment that don't necessarily uh, go into the labor force participation rate. A lot of that is internet stuff. A lot of that is uh, crypto. 
you know, trading uh, or NFTs or all these digital, uh, I hate to call them securities or investments, but a lot of that has gone there. Right? That's some of it, some of it, but more structural. And by the way, there's this multivariable regression model. There are many things at play here, of course, but <clears throat> one of the main ones that has existed, existed since the existence of time is that work sucks. And if you look at male labor force participation rate for all ages, or if you want to go uh, St. Louis Fed, what was it? Uh, 25 to 54, then there's an 18 to 24. It, it, it's, it starts a high and it trends down. And the reason why work sucks. Now, I know in academia, especially to women, work is the end all be all and getting master's degrees and going into debts. But generally, work sucks. And after you work a job, no matter how fun that job is, it gets tiring, it gets boring, and you find out work sucks. <clears throat> and starting, I think, what was the data? From the FRED database, it goes back, I think, 1940 or something. It, 85, 90% of men are working, and it just slowly tapers down. That's in part because uh, labor tech, labor saving technologies, technology has uh, kind of liberated men a little bit from the labor force. We don't have to work as much. We have computers and machines. We're not toiling in the fields with donkeys. Uh, some of that comes with an increased welfare state, which we're going to get to later, where you don't have to work as much. Women entering the workforce, which alleviates the men from working as much to bring home enough income to support a family. This goes back to the 60s and 70s and 80s. But but generally, <clears throat> the general downline, I don't want to work. I want to fish. Right? And and you, I know, <laughs> guys, to my audience, are you, are you here? Did you know work sucks, guys? Do you know work sucks? But to them, to the East Coast people in that echo chamber, they've convinced women that work is fun and the end all be all of all existence and life and purpose and meaning. They actually think laboring and toiling is fun or is what they, they were put on this planet to do. Now I'm stepping outside of economics. I'm starting to step into psychology and existentialism. I'll, I'll, I'll avoid that too much. But, but generally for men anyway, because we're talking about where have the men gone? Who wants to work? Also, I'll, I'll add this little asterisk. Also consider the type of work men do. Programming engineering, working in hard conditions, you know, physical labor, farming, digging trenches and all that. We're not like these, uh, uh, admittedly, it's, it's selection bias, but the two girls that did the TikTok videos, like, what's it like to work in LinkedIn? And I'm going to have some biscotti and then we play ping pong. And then the other one was, it was LinkedIn and the other one was, was it Google? All right. Uh, yeah, we don't work in the HR department. All right. We're <laughs> We in the military, we get shot at, we're cops, firefighters, generally speaking. Right? So work sucks. And as technology has improved and we can extract more wealth, more production of the same hour of labor, men are choosing leisure over labor. So that's why you see a general overall decline. <clears throat> also going along with that, taxes are higher. I, I know. Boring concept, but some people like to keep their money. And so when you, you know, like, hey, 
go to work, go to school, go to college, get a master's degree, put all this work in there, make your $100,000. Oh, we're going to take 40% of it or more, depending on what state and city you live in. It, it is a deterrent to everyone, men included. Why would I work harder? <laughs> Why? I know in academia, in your echo chamber there, east of the Mississippi, you're all like, we don't understand. Why work should be the number one thing. G getting a college degree so that you have status, a master's degree, no matter what it is and how unemployable it is, it should be the number one thing. You need to work and you should pay taxes because that's what good Democrats do. And don't tell me there's not a Democrat binds. Right, Larry? Well, some people, if you look at voting patterns of men, men tend to lean right or Republican or Libertarian, just not Democrat. <clears throat> some crazy people, some women included, if you can believe it, if you ever made it on the west side of the Mississippi, some people don't like their money being taken away. And if you take more of their money away, they are less inclined to work. So that's another thing. Now, more recently, <clears throat> uh, 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 Miss Smialik, uh, she says post post disease, post disease. Can't say the C word post disease. Why? Why haven't men returned? And it's another simple thing. This is I guys. I know to my audience, you think, can they be that dense? Yes. Yes, they can be. You paid people not to work. You postpone or put a moratorium on rent, the number one expense. And I, I have my criticisms of the welfare state. But generally, if you pay people not to work, they won't. Let's go back to the first point. Work sucks. Okay, remember that? <clears throat> Gee, Aaron, do you want to uh, go for your motorcycle ride and a hike and we'll pay you money? Or would you rather go sit behind some spreadsheets, point out facts, scream facts to the higher-ups in the finance industry, and have them threaten to fire you because it isn't what they wanted to hear? What do you want to do, Aaron? <clears throat> do you want to go uh, Do you want to go fossil hunting and agate hunting, go for a nice long hike on a beautiful 75-degree day down in the agate beds of Nebraska? with your hat, listening to some podcasts? Or would you rather go and program yet another model that no one's going to listen to and write reports with spreadsheets and charts and then sit in meetings all day? Which one would you rather have? It, or forget banking. Hey, Bob, do you want to go in 98-degree weather and try and reattach a line that fell down in the storm last night, but we don't have any ATVs or helicopters to get you up that mountain in Utah? <clears throat> Here's some heavy equipment. Haul it up there. Climb that thing. Look out for rattlesnakes. Or would you like to just sit and play? We'll pay you to stay at home and play Call of Duty 23 douchebags could do whatever you want whatever it is i i you, you pay people not to work this goes back to 1965 and on well maybe you could see fdr <clears throat> but uh, it was particularly pronounced during the lockdowns and this is trump by the way this isn't a d or an r thing okay this is just policy 
you paid people a year and a half, I believe, stimmy checks. And then you put a rent moratorium. And not only does that immediately pay people not to work, but it also develops a habit, develops a new normal. Now people, men in particular, are very reluctant to go back to work. People have made, women too, they have made changes in their lifestyle. Lifestyle change, well, I'll live at home or I'll do without the car or I'll take the bus or whatever it is like, wow, this new lifestyle now we're, and there was a lot of people who, it wasn't even that they said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm totally putting up my feet and putting all my weight into a hammock. A lot of them says, no, I'm scaling back. I'm family's more important. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. East coast people. I didn't mean to tell you that. Oh no, no. Ignore what I just said there. Ignore that. No, no. Your career and your master's degree is really freaking important. That's the number one thing. Some crazy people figured out living at home, staying with their family and raising their children. Can you believe that? OMG. Squaresville. I don't know. Maybe maybe some people were having sex on the kitchen island at noon. Maybe that was her. Well, I know. Economists. <laughs> economists. What sex? Eh, explain it to you. Like I said, there's benefits to being the street economist and not coming through the proper channels. I'll explain it to you regular economists someday. <laughs> I already screwed it up. I was supposed to be good. I was supposed to be good. Just can't do it. It's been, it's been 10 years since I was a real economist. Can't do it. Oh, uh, so some other people discovered work-life balance and realized that life is not meant to be stuck in a cubicle like office space with their TPS reports. And so they made some lifestyle changes. All right, so that. <clears throat> now, this is more focused towards the younger men. You could dissect labor force participation rate by age if you'd like. Uh, but this, I mean, this goes back decades. I mean, talk to any millennial, uh, man who's in his late thirties. Uh, you do not equip men with employable skills. Now this goes doubly for women. All right. But we lie to both men and women about what type of skills are needed in the real world. And you have lied again, you academics have lied to young people for God, three generations going, certainly mine. Any degree is a good degree. For some reason, we all had to go to college. Oh, that, oh, I, oh boy, I almost missed a major one. Sorry. There we go. Let me update that. Um, And and what is a 17-year-old? Because that's when you decide what you're going to major in, where you're going to start apply for college at 17, not 18. What you, everyone, every adult in their environment and and you guys too, policymakers, follow your heart and the money will follow. Y'all gotta go to college, 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 college. Yeah, and and y'all major. What would a seventeen year old, unless you had like a good family or a good dad around or someone who? Went, look, hey kid, here's how it goes. They all major in bupkis. And the latest data I pulled, when from the National Center of Education Statistics, oh my god, he's so. He is an economicsing. Oh, look at him economics. He's so sexy. Uh, about 90% of the degrees conferred or, or awarded or earned, I should say, uh, are completely useless. There, there, there's no job. There's nothing. 90%. Go look it up. <clears throat> uh, you know, the STEM accounting, 
All that it's such a small percentage. And whereas I know we really, well, not me, you guys target women with, with the fluffy bunny degrees. Uh, and, and admittedly, there is a push to get women into STEM. Uh, men are also uh, victims of this blind, dumb, naive, and ultimately wrong advice that cripples them financially with student loan debt for a degree that isn't going to do anything for them. And so <clears throat> those who do get out, go to college, get a degree, they're financially crippled. But now the internet has also thankfully warned a lot of young men and some women about the, the pointlessness of a lot of college degrees. So you're all freaking out. Oh no, this is one of the silver lines again, where you guys east of the Mississippi river, you think it's bad, but that's because you live in bizarro world in inverse world. Young men not going to college, you think it's a crisis. That is the best thing for them to do because they're not incurring debt for an unemployable degree. They're not crippling their financial futures for an unemployable degree. Admittedly, a lot of them are not doing anything else, but at least they're not going to be the, the newest modern day incarnation 10, 15 years from now of 30 somethings that need a student loan bailout. So, and I, <clears throat> I do have a couple, a handful of guys I know. It's like, look, just stay at home. Don't pay, you know. Don't don't pay rent. Pay your parents a couple hundred bucks and just work a regular job. Save your money. You're going to come out ahead of, of most college uh, graduates. <clears throat> and so there is no and, and men have largely younger men have had to go and search for their own forms of employment. Now, thankfully, that has resulted in an exploratory expeditionary type of phase where there's kind of a lost generation wandering in the desert, a little bit of men. But they're discovering things. They're discovering things like the trades. Seth Himes, he, he does digital marketing. This goes back to men are finding alternative forms of employment. Some guys are just working regular jobs, becoming CDL truck drivers, the forklift operators, all these boring, mundane, unsexy things uh, that, that no teacher or guidance counselor or parents or professors would tell them about, but pay pretty well. Um, and so, but when it comes to K through college education, you're not equipping anybody with employable skills, male or female. And so when Tanner, well, that's, that's more of a millennial agent. What would be a zoomer name? What's a zoomer name? I can't remember. I can't, nothing's coming to mind. Nothing stereotypical anyway. <clears throat> so uh, I forgot. Now I was focusing too much on his name. Why well, he graduates with his degree in whatever political science? Right? He he's one. He's demoralized because he did everything he was told. Millennials tell me if this sounds familiar. He got straight A's. He can't find a job. Well, he, he's there's a there's a recovery period. I remember doing that myself. Where there's like, where's my job? I did. I got straight A's. Where's my job? Well, you just got to get another master's degree. Oh, yeah. We know you've been in school for 17 years, but you still don't have enough skill sets yet. And so they're just exhausted. So, you know, the 20, they graduate 22. They have a year of failing to find a real job. There they are at 23. Yeah, they're demoralized. They've essentially wasted their entire year. But that, that also applies to young ladies as well. Very related. Why are they going to college? Why? Why do we go to college? Because HR requires, bachelor's required, master's preferred. 
and this is falls under the larger category of progressive credentialism. <clears throat> if you policymakers, largely leaning Democrat, want to help out the young people, you would start to what's the word I'm looking for? Not interrogate, but yeah, interrogate. Uh, but grab corporate America in and say, hey, you you we're going to start auditing the actual requirements for these jobs because this is just a hurdle for young people to find employment. I I think, hey, in the audience, all right, for those of you with college degrees, one, if you could do the current job you got with your eighth grade education and your your high school and college degrees were pointless or zero, like, oh, no, I really needed college to do my my job. I'm going to assume the ones have it. Uh, you are wasting young people's. We're on three generations coming up on four, three generations of young people's life, wasting their time and their money with overeducation requirements from from corporate employers and government employers. You have hurt and you've disproportionately, unknowingly, I know <clears throat> you have disproportionately also hurt women and minorities more requiring all these delusion uh, disproportionately requiring all these these uh, uh, irrational, unreasonable levels of qual uh, uh, levels of education and qualification. <clears throat> you should go into corporate America. Look, you regulate them on everything else. Get in there, say, where can you replace a college degree requirement with two weeks of training? Where can you do it? What and some some employers like Google, interestingly enough, is like we don't care if you have a college degree, we'll train you. Some employers are starting to get there, but if you want to have a conversation, you want to implement policy, you want to influence the the employment sector, you would start looking for ways to quit wasting seventeen to nineteen, sometimes a doctorate, twenty plus years of young people's lives just so they can work. You want to talk about a, a form of genuine discrimination against an, a, a, a group, which would be the youth. <clears throat> it's requiring un, ir, unreasonable, delusional levels of, ex, uh, of education just to have an entry-level job. And so men and women are conditioned by K through college to like, oh, career, master's degree, prestige, status, education is everything. And it, 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 men are a little bit more, I guess, empirical or practical. Maybe they're just too darn tired. And they're like, look, you had me for 13 years. You had me from five years old to 18 years old. I'm still not employable. You didn't teach me anything to get me any kind of job except work at Wendy's. You you could and again you you may not be aware of this the internet no matter what the official line is it, the there is no longer the mainstream media that has a monopoly or there is a conventional wisdom I don't mean politically I mean but well that, no that's just what you know there are alternative forms of information and media out there that young men will go in, and and my channel is being well, I mean right well no I don't have it. It's not not handy. I don't have the book, but I have a book called Worthless: Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. That's that's ten years old. the The idea of any degree is a good degree. Uh, that's only if you're in that echo chamber. Someone goes out and finds out, oh, there's an alternative message here. And so a lot of guys are finding out I don't have to go to college, or they have older siblings now, or their parents like, man, look, they they need a student loan bailout. They're poor. My older brother got a master's degree in music therapy, and he just served me my coffee that my parents gave me the money to go buy and say hi to my brother. 
<clears throat> and so a lot of people are just saying, I'm not, I'm not going to school anymore. I'm not. Why would I? You're going to pay me not to. All right. And here's another one. Right. Do, do you think discriminating against men in the labor force is a, an endorsement, an encouragement? I know you think you're doing affirmative action to help out women. Okay, fine. But by logical default, that means you're discriminating against men. And if you remove meritocracy or fairness, I like, well, whoever does the hardest work is the best work. Those who get promoted, right? Men are going to drop out or whatever group that you're not giving the preferential treatment to. They're not going to participate in that. <clears throat> Any kind, I, you may not like, oh, with the patriarchy. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm asking you to think of it from the guy's perspective. They're accused of part of being part of the patriarchy. They're accused of ins institutional sexism. I, I ask the question, I ask unto you. I always ask the question, I find it fascinating. Like, what if you're this Zoomer kid? Like, you were born, whatever, 1999, 1995. You're just this young kid, and you've done everything your parents and the government and the teachers have told you. haven't done a thing to bother or oppress women. You've, If anything, you've supported it all the way. And you're still being, being blamed for, like, unconscious sexism. <laughs> and what was it? I think there's, is it 33 times the amount? The dollar volume amount of, uh, what do they call that, where they give you money in college, scholarships, go to women than it is men? You may not be aware of it, but there's a secondary effect that completely disincentivizes and demoralizes men from entering the labor force. So why, I mean, really think about it. <clears throat> I'm going to go get my master's degree in tax accounting, I'm going to get my CPA, and you're going to promote women over me, whether or not we're, we put the effort into it, that's a lot of investment. Oh, wait, the STEMI checks and government aid? Oh, let me see. Spend six years of my life and a hundred grand getting taking tests, getting this certification, only to be passed over promotion for genuine discrimination, but it's the good kind because it's going against men. Uh, or I just stay at home and play video games. Call of Duty, farting up the hill. And and I know, I know, those of you on the east side of the Mississippi. But, 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 Pedro, but, 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 we have studies, but, but, but. Yeah, 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 I know, I, I got it. I got, I'm just explaining to you from the eyes of these young boys, young men, <clears throat> which you could say, but they don't understand. I, I understand they don't understand. They're just dumb people who live west of the Mississippi. They don't have advanced degrees. They don't live in New York or Boston or other cultural meccas of the United States, these other intellectual capitals. I'm just saying for the average 18, 19-year-old boy, young man, looks around, sees the television and the news, and oh, my God, we're going to promote women, 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 women. They're like, no, oh, that's not me. All right. I mean, like, you've removed – there was the stick, right, the stick. The stick that incentivizes the men to work would be starvation, hunger, poverty. Well, you remove that. But you also remove the carrot to incentivize them to work harder because if you work harder, you should get rewarded more. Unless you got the wrong type of plumbing downstairs. And 
that's well, what? <laughs> and another. I mean, if if you if you remove the stick, like like worker die, worker starve, worker be poor, then they they be okay. They will still have to work. Then they'd be in the labor force. Uh, they'd be higher labor force participation rate. But you've removed both the kick, kick uh, the stick and the carrot. And now you're surprised men aren't participating in the labor force. You got to give them a reason. You got to negative reconditioning or positive recon. No, negative reinforcement or positive reinforcement. An incentive and a disincentive to both work. But um, yeah, that's that's a big demoralizing factor there. And that's less. Speaking of demoralization, let's talk about demoralization of men in society. <clears throat> kind of related. I I really feel bad for you younger guys out there who you're born. You're not. You're an 18 year old kid. You you haven't said boo to a girl because you're scared, and all of a sudden you're part of this thing called the patriarchy, and you're oppressing women. You know, I, and it was the same thing in my day. Like, oh, the patriarchy. It wasn't as common. <clears throat> you're like, what are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> I just want to play with my truck. I just want to go on recess. I'm a 10-year-old kid. Leave me alone. And then as we got older, then, oh, yeah, you're, it's like, wait, what? I didn't discriminate against one. I didn't do anything. What? Um, but when you, you start accusing them of being villains and they're unconsciously oppressing women and... Um, yeah, it just and this gets to be a little bit older because I, I was focusing on younger men, why the younger men, but older men, when you start accusing us of sins we haven't committed and that we're the cause, you know, you're unhappy in life and the problem you're failing is because you majored in something stupid or you don't work as much, look it up. You can, you can delve into the labor force statistics that somehow I did something or, or men as a, a collective unconscious Borg like entity did something. And yeah, it, it kind of like okay, I'm I'm done. And not to mention the demoralization from kindergarten to college. I mean, oh my gosh, yeah, we got it, we got it. I mean, it borders on like, yeah, you don't like us that much. We got it. We're bad, bad people. Movies, culture, you know, the bad guy is the guy, or the bad person is a guy. And after a while, that wears on men. And so there is no sense of belonging to the community. There is no sense of belonging to the country. What? The, the, oh, shock. You can't find men to sign up for the military to go and defend this nation that they, they got to wake up every day like, do they hate me? <laughs> the Gillette commercial? You're surprised? You're surprised men aren't signing up for the military after the Gillette commercial? Do... And I, I'm just kind of curious. I know it's a marketing tactic, us versus them divide. Oh, you're so awesome because you were born this way. Not like those bad people over there. <clears throat> you ever ask, well, pointing out the bad people over there, like, do you think they have any sense of belonging in community or even like? Do you think that might wear on them? And talk about the psychological consequences of that. Like, imagine living in an environment where the official government line, the king, the kingdom doesn't like you and are blaming you for all these societal sins. 
and reminding you how you oh you have oh, by the way you have it great you belong to this system this the old boys network dude i never never got into that I, where was it where was it never saw it and over decades you you could see where men are like f it i'm out i'm not no 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 i know i, I no we're not no no <clears throat> i got it i'm the bad guy Yep, it's all my fault, uh, so I'm going to go sit here in my hut and go fishing. Why can't, where are all the working men gone? Again, a Scooby-Doo mystery. <clears throat> and then, kind of related as well, because it's a, a binary nature, dichotomy, I guess. Same same coin, different size, sides. Uh, it's the removal of women from men's lives. Now, this is going to be the most politically unpopular, which means it's the most accurate out of all the things I've listed. Whether you like it or not, the number one thing men want in life is women. We want sex. We want youth and beauty. And for the most part, most men would like to get married and have kids on a genetic biological level. Not everyone, but but nearly every guy, at least who's straight, female youth and beauty. Right? And if you look at women, they've been removed from men's lives and and several key capacities and regards, right? First, uh, women are not that interested in marriage. Now, this is changes over the generations. The younger, obviously, the less interested, but you can look at polling data. If you don't believe me, I here's a book that you may want to consider. I've linked to other resources below, but the book of numbers, analyzing the ROI and the pursuit of women. I know that's a shockingly insulting chapter or title, but you're economist. Do you want to look at the data or do you want to like... <laughs> Premise bad. Don't think about it. Um, but a lot women's interest in marriage is and depends on your age group, of course, but of marrying age women. Uh marriage is what sixth or seventh place, obviously beneath finance, career, education. What was it? Traveling experiences, children. No, children are after marriage. Uh so women are not that interested in, in marriage anymore. The numbers in there was corroborated. If you don't believe me, here's some that's east of the Mississippi. Maybe you'll believe Morgan Stanley's uh, The Rise of the She Economy, where they forecast just under half of women will not be married of marrying age women, I believe, without children, too. And then you salivate over, oh, they're going to spend their money on handbags and shoes. How can we capitalize off of Here's a pointless trinket. That'd be $5,000. Show your girlfriends. It'll be really fun. We can all play Heathers. There's an old throwback. No one's going to get that one. Uh, so they're removed in a in a committed sense, you know, like, well, I got to be a husband and a father. All right, so that's off the table. Um, also, you, this, you're not going to like this. I don't care. Um, women are not physically attractive anymore. Men's sex drive, for better or worse, is one of the strongest, if not the strongest, well, it's the strongest, force of nature when it comes to biology maybe nature the strongest force would be thermal power or gravity or something physicists have told me otherwise but when it comes to creatures male sex drive is, is one of the most powerful things and you have made women physically unattractive when you make them people make choices right obesity rates are up as are men's as are men's 70 percent of the people are overweight uh you throw up and I, I hate to use the universal you, but communally, <clears throat> communally, we throw up pictures 
and celebrate fat, obese, ugly women. All right. Whether you like that, I'm not I'm just pointing it out. You know, where they have the meme with the Kevin Klein model, what, 1990, it's a good looking gal or a good looking guy. Now it's just this fat, disgusting person up there. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but there would be pinups, you know, like the, the GIs in World War II in Vietnam. They sent Anne Margaret when, you know, Anne Margaret, you want to look her up. They sent her over to, you know, incentivize and, and moralize the, the troops. Uh, your pinups of what, or Rita Hayworth. You you don't have to like it, but you do have to accept it. Female youth and beauty is what incentivized and energized men. That's why men get up in the morning. And if you remove female youth and beauty, not even be youth, I mean, depending on the guy's age, just female beauty, sex, you remove that. And then also what would further incentivize men to work really hard uh, would be family and their own children. Well, the young guys who don't have children, you remove that. The, the, show me the show me uh, the modern day <clears throat> Rita Hayworth. Show me the modern day who is the pin Cindy Crawford in my day. Show me. They gotta they gotta go to my generation. We gotta. The people are still salivating over Jennifer Aniston and Selma Hayek because they're hot. I think both both of them are in their fifties now. God bless them. But show me the pinup. Show me, oh, did you get the so-and-so? This is, I remember this. Like, oh, did you get, I think it was the Cindy Crawford calendar. You get a calendar in the eighth or ninth grade. Oh, yeah, Cindy Crawford, the Sports Illustrated. There's another perfect example. Although, I mean, everything's on the internet now with the uh, with the prawn. <clears throat> but you've removed female youth and beauty for young men. You've removed uh, family and children for the older men. And without that, Men have really no incentive, right? You could go ahead and accuse them of being part of the patriarchy. You can put delusional educational requirements up there. But if the right gal came along, guy was having sex, and there was a family, men will have a biological, you fire up the biological engines. I've said it before, men are the engines of the economy. Not all of them, but the majority of them. You can argue with me later on about what percentage, but you're you're concerned. Why aren't men in the economy? What got them there was women. And now that is off the table. There is no sex. There's a very little decreasing, I should say, chance of marriage and children or little counter interest on women's part. <clears throat> men are dropping out. And that's that's the other thing. OK, if you just have a, a relationship, you have a gal. You don't have to work to support yourself because women would support themselves as well. You have kids. Men, and I forgot the numbers, but men are like will work three or four times as much. That's why back in the day, preferential treatment for hiring was given to married men as opposed to single men because married men work more. And you could see that in um, uh, median and mean incomes. Married men, I think, make like 50% more on across every age group, a significant percent more. Why? Because they have to. They're, they love their children. Hopefully they love their children, or at least they're genetically invested in them. You have now removed that. And I, I don't know if you've, if you girls have dated a single bachelor and looked around their apartment, men can get by on an incredibly small fraction of income compared to a family, women and children. I mean, we can really, I mean, I was there. Big Mike super sub, a uh, day old bread, 25 cents. I'd feed you for a day. Lived in a, now admittedly we have to adjust for inflation. I rented a room for 175 bucks a month. 
1994. I mean, the cars, I, I would limp along. <laughs> and if there's no girl, I, I take a modern day young man today. You're not needed. You're causing me my oppression. You're part of this evil cabal of men who just, for whatever reason, wake up today, decide to oppress women. <clears throat> Don't talk to us. Don't ask us out. We're not objects. How you shame? Boo, 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 boo. Oh, if you, you got to go to college and incur all this debt, but we're going to hire other people because you have the wrong plumbing. <clears throat> do, do, you th do you think that guy's going to work hard to get a nice car? <laughs> Now, some guys still do. The sex drive is very strong with, we call them dude, bro. They got their glasses and they, you know, they wear fancy clothes. You girls might be updated a couple of them, but have you, have you, have you been to a bachelor pad? Dude, bro or not, we can get, we could do this game all day. We could get our, our fuel. We get miles per gallon in terms of money. We can go, we can go the distance. We can go many miles on very little money. And now again, between their parents letting them live at home, parents giving them money, you voting in to give them money, stimmy checks, well, whatever it is. <clears throat> I mean, you could be on your parents' health insurance till you're 26. <laughs> you, you're not going to find guys wanting to work. Because what would you do? They, so it, it starts to being relegated. You remove women from men's lives. They're like, okay, what do we do now? Gee, brain, what do we do now? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. And what guys are coming up with is like, well, go do my hobbies. Even the guys who do go, I have a lot of clients. You can look it up later. I kind of got two kinds of clients. What do I do to get off my ass and go do something with my life? I'm living at home. <clears throat> life isn't going the way I am. Something that none of you women would be interested in. Two, Guys who did do something with their lives. Yeah, I busted my ass off. I got a degree in IT. I'm making $120,000 a year. What do I do now? I'm like, well, you tried to. Yeah, they do. And they do. They've asked you girls out. They try, but there's no, no counter interest, no equivalent interest in that. No one's getting married, right? You're not going to have kids. Like, what do I do? I, 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 I. And what they end up doing is they drop down part time. Or they become part of the self-employed. I call it the 1099 superior race. That's an inside joke for accountants. <clears throat> and then they they travel. They go and they do the, uh, the digital nomad vagabonding thing. Also, probably, depending on their form of employment, not showing up in the labor force participation rate. and But certainly not participating in society as much as they could. And so whether you like it or not, men are the engines of economic growth and the economy and female youth and beauty and commitment in a longer term capacity. And children is the fuel that they run on. You remove beautiful women, you remove kind, sweet, uh, feminine. There was a time when we're feminine. Can you imagine that? I know. Sit down. Everyone on the east, everyone on the east of the Mississippi just had a, had a stroke. Um, and you take away kids. Men have to become very myopic, very uh, self-centered, not in a selfish way, but there's nothing else to focus on. And so they, they're gone fishing, boo, 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 he ain't working anymore. Gone fishing. I hung a sign up on the door. That was Bing Crosby and uh, Satchmo. Um, so they, and again, Going back previously, work sucks. You pay them not to work. We get to do, 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 do. These reasons start adding up. 
<clears throat> and then finally, uh, for those that would be interested in marriage and children uh, and the pursuit of a family, um, I don't know if you noticed, uh, there's this generation called the boomers. Let me explain it to them. Uh, they were born and they worked really hard, harder than any generation to do this thing called divorce. I don't know if you saw it or not. Maybe it made it the news. But uh, younger people have been looking at their parents and now their grandparents, I guess, who it's just been a nightmare, at least from the men's perspective. I'm sure divorce isn't fun for women either. <clears throat> but this is the number one investment a guy's going to make in terms of his time, money, and emotions. If you can believe it, men have emotions. Sometimes they have feeling. Usually it's kicked out of you by a certain age. And they saw their their old man get divorced, or friends get divorced. It's it's not like this rare thing that it is common. They even made fun of it in um, home movies. This cartoon where this it's about three little kids who make home movies. It's it's a funny cartoon, very clever. And Jason's parents are still married. It's Jason. Uh, who's the girl? There's a little girl uh, and the guy Brendan. And I forget the girl's name. Brendan, Jason, someone. So Jason's parents are still married and the other two kids, their parents are divorced and it's so sad, but the, the, the dark humor they provided is Jason's like, Oh, I'm so sad. My parents are still married. Like, Hey, don't worry about it. There's still hope. They might get divorced. You know, it's, it happens. It's outside of your control. Not everyone's parents can get divorced. (laughs) This is like thinking the late nineties, the late nineties. And this isn't like, oh, I'm going to choose the pepperoni pizza and not the sausage. Oh, the pepperoni pizza is not as good as that. This is half of the guy's assets. Pain and agony. The heart ripped out from his children taken away. Potentially. Potentially. And what's the success rate? 50%. Now, thankfully, people are getting married. I think success of the millennials, the Zoomers, like, that is dumb. That is dumb, and thankfully it's on the way out. But without marriage and commitment and family and children, uh, the guys have very little economic incentive. But if you ever wanted that incentive again, well, where are why aren't the men participating? Well, they could find the love of their life. They may desperately want to have kids, but they look at the essentially what it is you're looking at the legal system, the family court system. And they saw their parent. Maybe they don't even contemplate the family. Maybe they went through divorce like, oh, my God, that sucked as a kid. I can't imagine what it's like to be an adult and go through that. Whether you like it or not, humans is the main reason we exist. Family. So that the, the species might perpetuate itself. But you have made that endeavor so risky. And so like, whoa. And obsolete, essentially one one group of people out of society. You know, let's just admit it. You replace fathers with government checks, right? You don't need, we don't need fathers anymore. So, and now even if you want to participate, now it's optional. Well, we don't need you anymore, but we'd still like you. Well, hang on, wait. What's that divorce rate again? You've made perpetuating society. You've made it too risky. And that's why men aren't working anymore. I would I would guess, I mean, of course, not all men, <clears throat> but I would guess a, a significant percent and an increasing percent of men 
are looking at life not as I like to find someone, fall in love, and have kids. They're like goose from Top Gun. Oh, look, I don't care about first place. I just hope we graduate. They're just trying to get through their life and ha have an enjoyable, peaceful life. They're looking at, okay, I'm going to have my hobbies. I'm going to have my job. I'm going to do as little work as possible. I'm going to live my life, and then I'm going to die. Society has given them no other reason. I don't want to say to live. Well, certainly no other reason to live aside from hobbies and activities that men may like to do. But no other reason to invest in society beyond themselves. And since you pay them to survive with their food, clothing, and shelter, like they, they got they got their basics of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like you've removed that stick. <clears throat> so they're okay. They're going to survive, but you remove the care for them to go beyond anything, beyond maybe self-esteem. If you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, why are you expecting them to now sacrifice six years beyond mandatory uh, education? Why are you expecting them to work 50, 60, 70 hours a week? Why? What do you offer them? I know that's horrible. We have to think about what men want and maybe we have to deliver it to them or at least make it possible. But if, if you're not going to offer them a carrot, huh, there's your answer. That's why they're not working. Now, I'm going to leave the solutions to you guys because you're the policymakers. But I would, and all you had to, look, all you had to do was ask guys. That's all you had to do. Right? I know you don't want to talk to them. Ooh, patriarchy. Whatever reasons. Right? But that's that's why. And if if you care academically, what I'd recommend, especially you economists, is you gotta you gotta uh, jettison. <clears throat> you gotta shuck this uh, this handicap thinking where you're not allowed to speak truthfully. I'm not saying you have to deliver solutions that are politically incorrect, but if, if you're going to be social scientists, you're going to fix social problems, you got to correctly diagnose the problems first. And sometimes that requires having a set of balls. And I know you're economists, you're meek and mild. You don't like fast movements. Oh, so calm down. We're going into a room full of, of economists. Okay, what do I do? No sudden moves. Talk in a quiet tone like we're in a library or Switzerland. We're all very polite. Do I do I give them empirical evidence? No, 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 no. You are only allowed to give them data sets from the OECD and the Bureau of Economic Analysis because that's all the data that that's that's all they consume. What about the common sense from the people who work in the real world? No. Okay, just just walk and follow me. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello. Nice to meet you, Mr. Summers. Yes, it's nice to meet you. Oh, uh, Mr. Reich. Oh, yeah. The, Mr. Krugman. Oh, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have no idea. It's a Scooby-Doo mystery. <laughs> Is that what it's going to be set on? Is that what it's going to Scooby-Doo mystery. Don't know. Can't figure it out. <laughs> Is that what it's going to be for another couple generations? <clears throat> anyway, so just, just something for you. You academic policymakers, you journal, some you could consider what do men want, but I, I don't know. Does that go against the grind? Does that go against the narrative? Does that go against your political ideology? Does that go against your religion? There's something to consider. I don't know. I thought it would be a little bit more intellectually said. Look, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. <clears throat> I did have a good time being a cons, being an analyst, 
especially during the dot-com bubble and the buildup to the housing bubble and after the housing bubble. That intellectually, from an economist's perspective, was a very interesting time. And I was good. I was damn good. Oh, I was good. That is nowhere near as fun and entertaining and intellectually stimulating introducing humanity and sex into your economic analysis. Because I think you're all studying the wrong thing. You're worried about slowing economic growth. You're worrying about debt. I'm like, again, <clears throat> and die hard. There's the guy down in the manhole cover. Like, I got the switch right here. You know, like, this is it. We figured it out right here. Here's the problem. Here it is. You can't shut it down from here. It's got to be done downtown. And so now we're going to, I just like, I got the switch. But, but in terms of, I mean, how fun is it? Like, you're going to go pour over labor force participation rates again? Oh, my God. What is it? Oh, maybe we don't have enough education. Maybe there's not enough training program. I, it, it's going to be fun watching you guys flail about, but it's a lot more fun when you you know, maybe I'm not asking you to grow two testes, but maybe you grab you both, you grow one testy and you say, well, maybe it's this politically incorrect thing over here. And maybe you realize that if you point out what the truth is, you can actually diagnose the problem and help out the people you're intending to help out because you die. It's like going to someone and they got they got stage one cancer. You know, and you economists are the doctors who don't have the balls to say you got you got cancer. Stage one, we can intervene now and save your life. You're afraid that client, that that uh, uh, what are you, a patient is going to yell at you and call you all sorts of names. And uh, I don't have cancer because it can't handle bad news, no matter how vital and constructive it is to their survival. You're afraid. I don't have cancer. You're a bad doctor, bad, bad doctor. I'm going to file a complaint. And you're like, oh, OK, all right. Oh, it's a cold. Oh, oh here's some cold medicine. Yeah. Patient's gonna die. I I don't I find it fascinating. I, it's a morbid, kind of even sick view, insight into just how intellectually weak and uncourageous humans are. Where I'm like, are you gonna let these? Are you gonna let a society die? Are you gonna let this economy go into? The, are we gonna have more? Oh, really? Are we gonna do this? You're going to do this. You're going to you're going to go with the political answer and you're not going to help people out. Oh, I got it. I got to get my popcorn for this. Yeah, go ahead. No, you do that. Yeah, more money. Yeah. Oh, patriarchy. Yeah. You know what? You know what the problem is? Women just don't have enough education and we need doctorates. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. They should major in diversity and inclusion. That'll get them up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me know how that goes. You know what? Tuition's really high. Now, let's see if you economists could get that. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it how you guys are shocked. There's inflation. I can't believe it. Let me see if you economists can get this one. You know what? Tuition's really high. We need to flood the market with more government loans and scholarships to lower to help people with the price of tuition. Because <laughs> I was, my well, president would be able to do it, but if I was king, I'd be like, "There's no more scholarships. There's no more loans. You pay cash for college." What? 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 And then overnight, the cost of tuition would drop by ninety percent. It's too much economics for you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
So there you go. I hope I wasn't too crass. I hope I hope my street-like demeanor. I hope the suits helped. Did the suit help? Did the suit put you guys at ease? Did you turn some of you girls on, huh? Yeah, imagine this. This is what I wore. I'm not no job. I used to wear this, among other suits. And then Cappy would go and teach dance classes afterwards. Can you imagine that? Imagine that. Yeah, a 27-year-old Cappy. Nice suit. Oh, geez. Look at the GDP figures. All right, today we're going to learn tango. And <laughs> I won't go into it. But I hope this was calming. I hope this was like Linus's security blanket. I'm a friend. Not here to help or yell or hurt. I'm just here to help. <clears throat> so what, if you guys kindly, with 650 people, if you kindly would subscribe to the channel, we're really close to 100,000. And say, Aaron, what happens at 100,000? I will stop asking you to subscribe to the channel. Then we can move on to other things. Oh, before I get ahead of myself, link below are four <clears throat> uh, resources that will be of benefit to both intended audience. For the academics, I do strongly recommend you read The Book of Numbers. You will not like the premise. You will be insulted. Go buy a box of tissues while you read this, all right? This might provide some insight if you're you're a number wonk, all right? So you got that there. Also, what was the other one? I don't know. If you scroll down, you see it. I know there is, oh, the menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. I hate the sound so macabre. <clears throat> and pessimistic, but half of the people are expected not to be married in 2030. Uh, we have unfortunately lost some colleagues of ours who have taken their lives because they could not find love. Well, we speculate we don't know they passed away, unfortunately. For men and women who are trying to find point and purpose in life, but family and love is not on the menu because it's cool to go into education and careers. <clears throat> The Menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. It's an existential book. Good good practical philo uh, philosophy. And there is it, it's also written for women. There's a women's menu and a men, men's menu. So hopefully you ladies might find that interesting. Achieving Financial Excellence is a uh, beginning financial course. Uh, more seminar, not a full course. It's only like two hours long. Uh, that is offered through Teachable. Uh, and I recommend it to men. Recommend it to women too, but now I can be myself. I women don't like finance courses. I'm some do, but most don't. Looking at the enrollment, it's mostly men. Um, <clears throat> in the meantime, guys, you know what you could do if girls are your love life isn't going away. Everyone's yelling at you because you're a bad guy because you got that type of plumbing. Get your finances in order. Let's let's do something practical. Okay, go to the gym, get some exercise, but also get your finances in order. And that course, achieving financial excellence, is the first step in doing that. And then also for men, uh, Bachelor Pad Economics. Women can you can read it too. Laws of finance and economics and investing is the same for everyone, but this one's tailored for men. Bachelor Pad Economics again. No one wants to give. Um, oh, what do I do here? Here's four hundred one ks, IRAs. Retirement planning, what is insurance, what's an income statement, how to do your taxes, all of it right there. Bachelor Pad Economics. <clears throat> and there you go. All right, let's go to the Super Chats. Wow, 815 comments. I got to scroll all the way up, all the way up. You got some of the regulars in here. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. All right, now, now, now everyone can leave if you want. If you want, we can stick around for the super chats. 
Hey, you know what's funny, economists? For you professional economists, I I kind of make uh, more per hour now doing super chats than I do anytime adjusted for inflation. I was an economist. The sad news is I would have stopped the housing crisis, saved trillions of dollars, but I wasn't saying what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Actually, for those of you who are economists and, and in the profession, in the biz, you might like my first book. It's called Behind the Housing Crash. It's it's a different kind of angle on economics. It was predicting something correctly before it happened. I know it's not, it's not in your wheelhouse. I got it. But I was one of those weird economists that predicted something accurately before it happened. Oh, I'm going to take this darn thing off. <clears throat> yes, thank you, Baker. Yes, all the girls can. Oh, ladies, sit down. Oh, hang on now, ladies. Sit down. Calm down now. A little piece of Aaron Claret pie. Hang on. Oh. Channel 1800, uh, dumb, five New Zealand dollars. Cap, you looked dapper. Thank you. I thought I did too. The ladies did not agree so much back in the day. <clears throat> no Just... channel 1800 done uh cappy pa grunt is talking a little sol solemnly oh is that the 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 troglodyte they hired uh yeah i i don't pay attention to the politics i know which way it's going we we think we're going to figure out money for free stuff. We they've they've figured it out free stuff this time. Uh, Evan Iyer, 501, 501 blues <clears throat> became a ten ninety nine or earlier this year and tried to go back to W two last month. It only lasted two weeks before I had to quit. Once you go ten ninety nine, you can't go back. No, you can't. You can't. I'll I'll tell for anyone who's listening from the the intended audience. Um, I'm ten ninety nine. I will never go back. I'll go on welfare. I'll I'll just not work. I'll man, I'd even prefer to die. I'm not going back. I'm not doing diversity and inclusion training. I'm not getting a master's. I'm not tolerating BS courses uh, uh, meetings. I'm not tolerating psychopathic bosses. Here's where Josh Fluke and I very much agree. Although that has really nothing to do with government policy. That's just poor corporate uh, management. Brian Dupree. <clears throat> five bucks. He's here. Do you see what Brian's doing? You guys see what Brian's doing? Looks like Brian's hiking. Guess what I'm going to do today? Not hike. It's too cold. I'm going to go play video games. I wake up without an alarm and go home early on nice days. There's no reason to work more than needed when single or dating women with good incomes. Now, ladies, look at Brian. I don't know if you can see his face there. Hang on. Do you see him? Does he look like a good looking guy? For some of you, he's probably not good looking enough. I don't know. Hey, Brian, are you unfortunately only five foot eleven? What's your flaw, Brian? Where where have you sinned? <laughs> uh, Vince H, five bucks, Cappy. Why are you dressed like my principal from grade school? I don't know. Did your principal dress this good? I've never seen a pr principal dress this good. Principals always had that short sleeve, and they never wore the jacket. This is almost an old enough suit to be Tim the Toolman Taylor suit with the tie. <clears throat> Zach Red Pillar, two bucks. That's a really nice tie. Thank you. Thank you. I I I dressed up. I had good fashion sense. <clears throat> I'm 
wondering, do girls even want guys in suits anymore? I mean, really, was that just a monkey suit? Do you? I'm just kind of curious. Oh, here's the zeros in the one, three, zero. I forgot what the question was. Uh, <clears throat> Cheetos Dust Crusader, 20 British, uh, not British, Brazilian reals. Got a friend in the U.S. that is complaining that he is too old for stocking shelves or doing manual labor. Imagine having a psychology degree that you're still paying off in your 50s. Enjoy the two. Yeah, that's another thing. A lot of, maybe I didn't, uh, this has nothing to do with labor force participation, but more societal participation. You have raised such a generation of weak men, 50s. That's my journey. And there are weak men within Gen X. Um, you, you know, a psychology degree, you're still paying it off. Look, you put life on easy mode, you're not going to get strong, galvanized forging of steel men or people in general. Um, thanks for the two bucks. Is it, what, 10 to 1? Is that the exchange rate? All today's proceeds will go to, I think, lunch. That's expensive lunch. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out what else to do with the money. I might fly to Vegas. It's cold here now, and I am weak. I am weak. There's snow outside. It's cold outside. Hop a cheap flight down to Vegas. Mexi man and cheese. Fire up my motorcycle down there and go ride around. Not work. Not contribute to GDP. Ho, 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 ho. No. Go, 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 go. Get a job. Yeah. Uh, Mexi man and cheese, five bucks. It's not just the absurd requirement. These HR ladies scour through your social media history. And if they see one thing they don't like, you're done. Yeah, there's also, now there's the delusional progressive credentialism expectations of your educational requirements. And then there's also the cultural aspect of HR, which is petty and catty. And, and you know, and that's that's not helping it out. Oh, are you not a Democrat? Did you say something on the internet that was untowards, that was politically incorrect? We can't hire you. I, okay. <laughs> I guess combined with HR, like all this political training, no, nah, not doing that. Mm -mm. Uh, Mexi man and cheese, two bucks, point two. Some guys try to get around this by hiding the social media, but HR ladies find it more suspicious if you don't have any social media. Well, then, then, then are you surprised there's a, a labor shortage? We can't find people. I don't know. How about their private life is their private life? How about they have the freedom of speech? How about you leave them alone? They have the right to worship whoever they want. They have the right to have the politics they want. Uh, generation of power, 10 bucks. Do you foresee the demonizing of men and boys getting any better at some point? Yeah, I think. I think it's like maxed out or plateaued. I mean, yeah, we got it. it it's been a cacophony the, the entire time. I mean, it might get more weird. Like the, the Gillette commercial was pretty weird. I I don't, I mean, what, more scholarships? What, more women preferred? Uh, we're trying to get women in. What, what more could you do? Um, And I I don't see it like changing drastically let alone within our lifetimes but the the time will come they're gonna like man we really need to increase gdp what's gonna what's gonna require it is gonna be the social programs we need more tax money and inflation's too high 
Some economists out there is going to say, well, we need to produce more stuff. Otherwise, that's why the inflation is going up. So how do we get people to work more? We can't keep importing cheap stuff from China because they're slowing down or they're running at capacity. Oh, what do we got to do with our domestic labor supply? Then maybe. But I, I don't. Here's where the, the standard of living is going to go as high as men can, can live off of. That's, that's the limit. To what the minimum that men can get by on, that's as high as going to be. Because guys are going to go put so put forth so much labor to survive and go have fun and hike. And men are, here's the thing. Once you're done with your 20s, you start realizing the really fun stuff costs you nothing. Hiking, adventuring, whatever else, pedal biking. And then their production goes way down. And like, well, I got my hut. I got my government housing. I live with my parents. I'm in my parents' basement. And whatever, two, three hours a day they work, that's your that's your standard of living now. Um, <clears throat> so that maybe, and I'll also get old. Uh, I I don't think it's it's anything new. People are zoning. I think I'll, the internet has also allowed people to kind of go into their collective corners and just ignore the rest of society and people aren't going to care. Um, <clears throat> like there was a G4 TV. Some gal went off on some screed about how she's oppressed, or and then the this was like a big website. And I'm looking at, it, I'm like, I got a quarter of the subscribers, and I, they're shut down now. I remember seeing crazy women doing it in the '90s when I was growing up. Now it's way worse. They don't hide a name, or yeah, but what you know, as an example, She-Hulk, just as a, a sociological example. What do you do more than that? Were you, were you going to start like throwing hatchets at guys on the wall? Are we going to start executing? I mean, really, what are you going to do? We got it. We got it. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it, it was just really okay. We'll go. We'll just go away even more now. I I don't think the people on east of the Mississippi realize how demoraling, uh, demoralizing that is. The the initial reaction is you're just weak and you can't. It's like, no, I I I think you really should be sympathetic and try to at least understand. Like that really takes the wind out of guys' sails. Like, All right, screw this. Eighteen hundred dumb two bucks. Cap, your thoughts on pantsuits? They match your pant. They match the suit top. You should buy two of them every time you get a suit because you wear through the pants more than you will the suit. But <clears throat> all I did was sit in a desk in the. Well, I did some dancing too. That's right. I did. Uh, I did show up, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Ron Suarez, our other Latino agent in the field. Two bucks, low wages and lies from bosses. Yeah. Well, that's. Well, there you're right about that. That has nothing necessarily to do with government policy, or but yeah, we can't find any employees. Did you increase your wage? Whoa, hang on. And bosses are lying about the job description. They haven't. They haven't learned the lesson yet, Ron. They really haven't. Ben in breakfast, five bucks mechanic here. I remember even in the early 2000s, the calendars, the Matt Go tool guy would go give out were topless women. Those were the days. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I know you girls don't like that. I know that that goes against the girls in the eunuch economists over east of the Mississippi, but that's what men want. 
ain't going to change anything. <laughs> here, here, let, me, let me introduce. Do you realize how kind of bizarro, mentally ill, insane, mentally unhealthy world it is where you keep trying to tell men that we should like fat women? Like that. Imagine if we told you, you owe men sex. That's the equivalent to that. That would be maddening, wouldn't it? And I disagree with both. But that's the equivalent. All right. There's something wrong with you if you don't give sex to every guy. There's something wrong with you if you don't like fat shit. We don't hate them personally. Just we're not physically attracted to them. I, I, again, I got my popcorn. I'm not in a position of power. I don't influence the levers of power, the people at those. I'm just going to be fascinated to see what economists do. Are you still going to clutch your pearls? We don't know why, man. I'm working. Oh, is it going to remain a Scooby-Doo? I'm going to be on my deathbed, 78 years old. I'll click on the thing, the internet. They still haven't figured out the Scooby-Doo mystery. And Zoink, Scoob. Me, Mike, 10 bucks, uh, five bucks, 12 pieces bedroom set. I don't even have a box spring for my, yeah, I didn't even know. They're like, well, you got a, you got a five piece bathroom. So what the hell is a five piece bathroom? So two sinks, they call them vanities. Two sinks, a shower, and a toilet. Two sinks, shower, toilet. Oh, a bathtub. Mm. You have a five-piece. Like five-piece what? Five-piece bathroom. What are you talking about? <clears throat> yeah, I slept on a couch for a long futon. My Wyoming days, there was a futon, and a, I, I had a computer desk with my computer, and I had a futon and a coffee table. That was it. That was it. And a piece of crap car, keep piece of crap truck, but a nice motorcycle. We could do this all day, ladies. We could do this. We could get by. What did I eat? Ramen. We could get, we could get by. We could do it all day. Let's start with fundamentals first. They're genius. Intermediate and advanced goals later. Yes, yeah, someday. Someday I'll get a bed. <laughs> It's kind of sad you think about all these men on this potential army of men that could go out and literally solve all of our financial problems. <clears throat> if we trained them right, we didn't keep them in school for 20 years. We gave them the tools they needed. We gave them the incentive. We made girls look like uh, Sophia Loren again. The $30 trillion debt would be nothing. We'd, we'd blow our way through. We'd not through hard work and smart work. We just, we'd, hey, you remember those times you thought it was bad, but then we incentivized the men? Yeah, I remember that. And then all of our financial problems went away. <clears throat> uh, that won't happen. It. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. Sadly, you're just going to have to. You're going to have to write off the past two generations of men. Not not in a moral sense, but they're they're not salvageable. They're not. You're not going to train them. They're, the the operating system is too ensconced in their mind. You're not going to be able to repurpose them retrain them you have to rely on the next generation of young kids to come through but i'm gonna have a feeling we're gonna give them the same operating system right (laughs) 
Me, Mike, two bucks. I call my decor style minimalista by Dr. Celery. I don't blame I, I got kind of a minimalist thing going on. Nothing but the finest of furniture bought from walmart.com. That's another thing is even though it, I would argue it's not technically, it is technically real GDP, but also not really. We don't, guys don't, without that incentive, we're not getting fancy stuff. We're not getting Ferraris. We're not getting fancy furniture. Like, hey, wow, I got this at Goodwill. Man, a lot of comments. Hope the snow melts. <laughs> Shadow Ghost. Wow, 50 generous Australian dollars is a, is a bad boomer. Love your work, mate. No, thanks, Shadow Ghost. <clears throat> looks like you're over there. That that looks like a mining truck. You out by Perth, you over on the west side? You know, the part where all the real men work? That part? That part of Australia? We're Sydney men. Like, I know nothing about Australia, really. But are Sydney men just like a fat? And, I mean, they're East, right? Everything East is bad. Everything. Uh, everything. Are they suffering from the Scooby-Doo mystery, too, in Sydney and Melbourne and Canberra? Oi, crikey, Scoobs. It's another Scooby-Doo mystery. Uh, the Australian Scooby-Doo. What are we? Nonstop Dre, two bucks. All Fred wanted was one quality girl. Rest in peace, Fred. That's not on the menu, Dre. Not on the menu. A lot of other things on the menu. Not that, sir. Rianne Schwartzer, two bucks. 26, and he's right for the academics walk watching. 26. You're 26? Uh, Chris is not here. <clears throat> the tornado chasing kid. There was a fresh and fit episode where both Fred and Kevin Samuels were in the chat hanging. Really? Oh man. What, what, do you know that one, Chris? Can you send me the link? That would have been good. Good old, good old Fred. Uh, channel 1800, dumb five New Zealand bucks. Hermit knows when the spies are in the stream. <clears throat> Many spies here. Well, fine. Wait, they, look, people can, I'm trying to reach out to other people, not necessarily the other side of the political aisle, but, you know, a different, I'm just trying to like knock on the door of the echo chamber. I'm like, Hey, can you let some light in here? Try this. This is a new, new recipe. Try this for economic growth. I, people are allowed to disagree. I mean, unless someone's being rude or, you know, way off color. <clears throat> Kurt Patrick, ten, duck, uh, 10 bucks. Nice James Bond soup. He always wore dark black, dark blue. I, I don't, this is gr uh, green. Is that a silk tie from 1994 Men's Warehouse? No, it is. Where, where is it? Club Fellow? I think I got this at Dayton's department store, but I, I think it's 2000s. It's it's definitely single digits 2000s. Not, not that old. I do have some old ties from the 90s though, and they're nice. They're sharp. Tim the Toolman Taylor ties. Dwayne Rhodes, two bucks satire, got the NBA 90s draft. Steve Harvey suit. <laughs> hey, 
there was some there was some good fashion. Wasn't the worst. What are they wearing now? Does anyone wear suits now? Like there's no modern day suits for people to compare it to. Unless you dress like those clowns on the sports analyst shows where the ties have got a big fat knot up top and some loud color and there's like loud pinstripes. But you know, it's it's got its flavor, it's got its flair. You give someone like a well, it's a seizure if you walk into a business meeting. Remember, no loud colors for the economists. You know, so the very earth tones, very calming, very calming, very calming. Uh, Matthew Santano, two bucks negotiated to be a 1099er in my spot. Thanks, Cappy. Wait, did you succeed? Did you get it? Did you get that? Congratulations if you did. That's awesome. Uh, a Ben, 20 generous dollars, 20 year old vet, two motorcycles, one rented room from family and spare garage home. Jo- oh man. Are you doing it right? Are you taking all the things, all the mistakes I did and avoiding them and doing what I would have done <clears throat> by the time when you are my age, 20 years from now, holy cow. I can't imagine what's going to, I mean, assuming the economy doesn't completely collapse. Can you imagine how far ahead you're going to be? 26 years old, vet, two motorcycles, one rented room from family and spare garage, home gym, CDL, where I'm gone 80% of the time. Working towards a bachelor's degree, but I'm in Mexico with a Harley and Ducati and a rooster and goat goat farm. That's your dream. Go down to Mexico and just ride around, man, huh? I want to ride in Mexico. I just don't know if it's safe enough. That's the... <clears throat> That's, I have ridden, but just in the very northern parts of it. Oh, man. <laughs> let me guess. Let me, I, Ben, I got to ask. The, would, forget how you look, but are, you have any success with girls? Do any girls find that interesting about you? Like, he's different. Look at it. He's got a plan. I mean, do do they catch it? Do they realize it? Like, yeah, I'm military, this and that. I'm doing the CDL. I ride motor. I mean, does any of it, does any of it, like, pique some interest? <clears throat> A-Ben, two books, working towards a bachelor's hut in Mexico. There you go. There you go. Our future MD, five bucks, because there's nothing to defend or provide for. You, you need a reason to live. You do. Yeah, I think you summarized it rather quickly there, our future. We need a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And uh, we ourselves are only so much, only so much for self-supportation and susten- uh, sustenance, as well as entertaining this thing up here. Now we'd like to have, not me, I don't want, I never wanted kids. That's a different story, but love, sex, attention, interaction, human interaction, kids, you can, you know, run around, play with, make fun of, give them noogies, teach them how to fart. You know, but that's not there. So yeah, it's it's um <clears throat> we we can get by an impulse power all day, all day. I'm kind of curious, what did Democrat man work? What do you mean? What did they do? <laughs> what do they fix? What do they build? Hey, here's your here's your your ideological perfect man. All right. Oh, he can't unplug the toilet, huh? Oh, have fun. <clears throat> Ew, you have guns? Ooh. At the Bell Deck, you had two bucks. Aaron took a shower today, it seems. Mexican poops. I did take a shower. I take a shower every day. I just don't dress up. 
That is the difference. I did not bother putting on cologne because there's no reason you can't smell through. I want to, I want just, just to show, I want to give the ladies a little bit of taste what they missed out on. Hey, ladies, how you doing? Look at this, huh? Doesn't look too bad now, huh? Cappy could clean up pretty well, can I? God, what was it? Oh, it's coming to me. Oh, well, it wasn't like I was yelled at. There was a girl long ago. It's like, oh my God, you could dress up like that? Why the hell did you? Like, she was upset. Well, you dress like crap all the time. I gotta go to a wedding. Was it a wedding? Why was I in a suit? <laughs> see my hat, see my hat. Da, 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 da. No, vest, see my vest. Chris is not here. Two bucks. It was with you, Rolo, and Donovan. Oh, I'll have to go back. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. Oh, I remember that one. That was like one of the first ones. Yeah. Dwayne Rhodes, two bucks. They were Harry Styles clothing or Kanye laughing out loud. Um, Sass, one too many. Five. Cappy, why is Doris Day no longer on the menu? I think because Doris Day is dead. Hang on, Doris Day? I don't think she's alive anymore. She's a cute gal. Um, Great. I think, no, she wasn't the nutty professor. What did she star in? Uh, oh, she just died a couple years ago. Oh. <clears throat> Born Doris Mary Kappelhoff. Cincinnati, Ohio. What was her? It was the 80s box office success. What was she? That touch of mink with Cary Grant. Yeah, that touch of mink. That's not the one I remembered. Pillow talk. <clears throat> you don't want to watch modern day rom-coms, but you you guys could pick up a couple lessons from those 50s, 60s rom-coms. They were charming and classic. Thrill of it all. Uh, what the, was it the graduate? No. <sighs> I forgot what the one that she was in. <clears throat> Romance on the high seas, T for two. <laughs> Calamity Jane, a day with uh, Howard Keel. Calamity Jane. Oh, I'm going to watch that. Calamity Jane. Let me get that. I'm going to put that on the to do list. Calamity Jane. Come on, where's your to-do list, Cappy? There it is. <clears throat> I even didn't wear my glasses so that you ladies could see my baby browns. Okay. Oh, got to save that. <clears throat> ba -ba 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 -da. Da -na 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 oh, it's almost noon. Me, Mike, two bucks. Only thing missing are the Greenspan PhD spectacles <laughs> no i don't have a doctorate i don't i don't even think ellen greenspan has a doctorate now that i think about it uh a ben 10 bucks i'm a chad light solid seven in a motorcycle club yeah it's not gonna cut it ben not gonna cut it i was it wasn't even necessarily if you're a good looking guy or not <clears throat> i was just saying when you were talking to girls your age obviously do does a 
Does a brain cell fire and say, wait a second, he's different. I'm not even talking maybe even a romantic or a sexual attraction, but do they, do they, oh, that's interesting. You want to move to Mexico. Oh, you got motor, oh, you have you, CDL. Like the, those ingredients should tell you there's a different meal being prepared. It's not your burger and fries that the girls are all used to. And and I don't know if you girls want to try something exotic, but here's some menus. Do, do, do these ingredients sound interesting? Aben, two bucks. Your book saved my life, Cap. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Athamel Decua, two bucks. I wear a suit often. You, I know you do. <clears throat> I know you do. We get the pictures of you giving us the finger all the time. Yes. We're aware. We 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 see you. We see you, Atham. <laughs> yes, yes, I read you. What's worse is I hear you. <laughs> no, I'll get that one here. Generation Apollo 2 books. Now you just need a fedora to complete the look. I... <clears throat> Here's my pin fedora. I do not have, I have my regular Humphrey Bogart fedora. This is more my dragnet fedora. I do have nice hats and I would wear them because they are fashionable, but I wouldn't wear this with this. I get my regular black fedora. <clears throat> I know we've gone well beyond the scope of this, but this is the fun entertainment. I'm, I'm, you know what I should do? I should do a teachable course on how to have a personality for accountants and economists. That's what I should do. I should do how to develop a personality for people, accountants and economists. <clears throat> well, that's quite irregular. It's a bit risky. Channel 1800 dumb, two New Zealand bucks. Atham needs more friends. Help him zoot suit capping. <laughs> Atham. Yes, Atham needs more friends. You know how much money we got to pay the current people to be his friend right now? We need a budget. We need a budget. The Lucador mat. The Luchador. Somewhere here. If I had the Luchador mask, yes. I, I It is here somewhere. Ooh. How can he fez? I got a fez right there. I've done the fez. <clears throat> Look up Bachelor Pad Theater. You'll you'll see that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. I I don't. I think you've made the situation untenable. To quote a, a last Boy Scout quote, you've made the situation untenable for a significant percentage of men, and they're just not doing it anymore. You, I mean, ju just to get a job alone in this country, male or female, is stupid. It is stupid difficult. And you're all like, oh, how do we solve the debt problem? I don't know. How about this? How about we make it that 16-year-olds can work and we don't have to go into debt? Then instead of waiting until you're 26 to actually start making some money, we have 16-year-olds. There's another 10 years of work in progress that would increase the GDP by 20% over time enough. <clears throat> would that solve the problem? Or would we just go vote for more social programs because Jimmy got two donuts and Bobby got one? Yeah. 
That's it. All right. The links are all below. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to the channel. See you guys later. Toodles.